Hello everybody, welcome to Python for Everybody. This is another worked code example. Uh, you can download the sample code zip file if you want to follow along. And the uh, code that we're working on today is what I call the geodata code. And that is uh, code that is going to uh, pull uh, some, <clears throat> some locations from this file. Uh, we're, we're simulating or using the Google uh, Places API to look places up and so we can visualize them on a map. And so this is the basic picture. If we take a look at this where.data file, it's just a flat file that has a list of organizations. And uh, this actually was pulled from one of my MOOC uh, surveys. Uh, we just let people type in where they were went to school and uh, this is just a sample of them. So this data is read in by this program geoload.py. And uh, if you recall, this Google Geodata has rate limits. It also has API keys, which we'll talk about in a bit, too. And so the idea is this is a restartable uh, spider-like process. And so we want to be able to run this and have it blow up and run it and start it and not lose what we've got, right? And so this is unlike some of those. So we're not now using a database as, as well as an API. But in order to work around the rate limits of this API, we're going to uh, use the database with a restartable process. And then we'll make some sense of this, and then we'll visualize this. But uh, in the short term, let's start with uh, geoload.py code. Um, geoload.py, take a look here. So a lot of this, hopefully, by now is uh, somewhat familiar to you. Uh, URL lib, um, JSON, SQLite. And so I mentioned that the Google APIs, these used to be free and did not require an API key, but increasingly they're uh, making you do API keys for especially new ones. And so what happens, you, you can go to your Google Places, I mean, go to Google APIs and get, uh, get an, an API key and you can put it in here. It'll be this long, big, long thing that looks like that. And then if you have an API key, you can use the Places API. And I've got a copy of a subset, not all of it, a subset of it here at this URL. Uh, as a matter of fact, you can just go to this URL in a browser, and it will tell you a list of the data that it knows about. Okay, and um, and it, and I made it so that that does the same basic protocol with uh, the address, you know, address equals uh, as the Google Places API. So. This will just change how we retrieve the data, either retrieve it from my server. Nice thing about my server, it's got no rate limit, it's really fast, and you're not fighting with Google all the time, and it means that perhaps if you're in a country that Google uh, is not well supported, you can use my API. I mean, that's really strange that somehow my API is more reliable and available than the Google one, but it's true. So we're going to make a database. We're going to do a create table if not exists, and we'll have some address, and we're really just caching the geogra geographical data. We're going to cache the JSON. One of the things we do when we build these processes is we tend to simplify these things and not do all the calculation and parsing of the JSON. Just load it and get it in, and load it and get it in, and fill the data up in this database. And so that's what we're going to do. Um, because Python doesn't ship with any legitimate certificates, we have to sort of ignore certificate errors. Uh, we're going to open the file, and um, <clears throat> we're going to loop through it and pull out the address from the file. And we are going to um, select from the geodata where that address is the address. Let's move this in a bit. And, um, and so we're going to do a select. 
and pull out that address. And uh, the idea is, is if it's already in the database, we don't want to do it. So we do a fetch one and pull out that first thing, which is the, that will be the JSON right there. If we get that, we'll continue up. Otherwise, we'll keep going. Uh, pass just means don't blow up. So we accept and we just do a pass. That's like a no op. And um, we're going to make a dictionary because that's what we do for the, um, the key value pairs. Everything you've seen so far, I've used constants here. But because we may or may not have an API key, query equals, and then that's the address. And then the key equals, and then the API key. If you recall, URL encode adds the pluses and question marks and all that nice stuff. We're going to retrieve it. We're going to read it and decode it. Print out how much data we've got and add a count. And then we're going to try to parse that JSON data and print it if something goes wrong. And as we've seen, the, at this top level of this JSON data from this geocoding API is an object, which we'll see a little bit of it in a bit. And it has a status field in it. And the status is OK if things went well. Um, so if the status is not there, that means our JavaScript is not well formed or not how we expect it. If the status is not OK or not equal to zero results, then print out failure to retrieve and then, then quit. And then we're simply going to insert this new data that we just put in. And then we're going to commit it. And every tenth one, this is count mod 10, we're going to pause for five seconds. And we can hit Control C here, and then we're going to play the do the geo dump. Okay, so let's just run this geo data Python. So let's do an ls. So we don't have oh we do have let's get rid of from a previous test geo data .sqlite. So we'll start with a fresh um, a fresh set of data and run Python geo load.py. Of course, I'm always forever making the mistake of forgetting Python 3. So you can see that it's running. And it's adding the query. And in this case, I don't have the API key. And it's putting the pluses in. And that's this part here with all the pluses. That's the URL and code. And you notice it's pausing a bit. Now, it depends on how fast your net connection. This may or may not go so fast. But this is not that much data. So it should. it's like only 2,000, 3,000 characters. And so it's working and talking to my, uh, my server. And the interesting thing here is I can blow this up. I'm going to hit Control-C. Uh, in Windows, you'd hit Control. In Linux, you'd hit Control-C. And in Windows, I think you'd hit Control-Z, depending on what shell you're working in. But I'm going to hit Control-C. And you see I sort of blew it up, right? And that causes a traceback, a keyboard, keyboard interrupt traceback. If I do an ls minus l, um, you can see that now this geodata is there. Now, in the, in the name of restarting, I will restart this. And you will see that it checks and skips. And so all, it runs this code here where it's um, right here. It grabs it and finds it in the database. So you'll see it say found in the database really quick, chop, 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 and go really fast. And then it'll go back to catching up where it left off. And so all those up there, they did not actually re-retrieve it because it knew about those things. And so now it's catching up and doing some more and doing some more and doing some more. Um, and then I'll hit Control-C. It has a little counter in here that basically, if it hits 200, it stops and you have to restart it. You could obviously change this code. You could make it so it didn't sleep. It doesn't hurt to sleep for like a second after every 100 or so if you want. You could change that code. Um, and now 
uh, let's just hit Control C and blow it up. LS minus L. Um, and there is another bit of code, and this code, it's always good to write these really simple things. And so we're gonna now we're going to import SQLite and JSON. We're going to connect ourselves up. We're going to uh, open, except this is a UTF-8 because it's a UTF. We're going to open this with UTF-8, and um, we're going to read through. And in this case, we are going to um, uh, decode. We did select star from locations, and if you recall, locations has a uh, a location and a geodata, uh, and so the sub zero will be the location, and the sub one will be the uh, the geodata, and we're going to parse it, convert it to a string, and then parse it. If something goes wrong with the JSON, we'll just keep skipping it. We're check to see if we have the status in our JSON. Um, let me run the SQLite browser here. File open database. Let's take a look at what's in this database. Oh, where are we? Code three, geodata, geodata SQLite. So this is our the data we've got. So if you I'll make this a little bigger, if I can, can I make that bigger? Yeah, it's not going to show us much. So you can see that these are the addresses in the geodata. That's just the JSON. So that's the JSON that we got, and it retrieves it. And so this is a really simple database. This just a sort of spidering process, run, run, run. But now we're going to run the geodump code, which is going to read this and dump this stuff out and print where.js, so it's going to actually parse this stuff. And that's code we've seen before. Um, so we're actually reading it, and this line goes into the results. It's the results is an array, so if we go into results, results is an array. We're going to go grab the zeroth item in that array, and then we're going to go find geometry, and then location, and then lat and long for the latitude and longitude. And then we're also going to take the actual address out of the formatted address right here. So in this, in this bit of code, we're actually parsing the JSON. And we're going to um, <clears throat> clean things up, get rid of some single quotes. This kind of data cleaning is just stuff after you play with it for a while, you realize, oh, my data is ugly or does this. I'm going to print it out, and then I'm going to write this out, and I'm going to write it into a JavaScript file. And so the JavaScript file is this where.js, and um, this I'll show you what it looks like. It's going to be overwritten. This is the one that came out of the zip file. It'll have the latitude, the longitude, and we're going to use um, JavaScript to read this in this where.html file. It's going to actually read this right there and pull that data in, and that's how we're going to visualize. I'm not going to go into great detail on how the visualization happens, um, but that's what's happening. And so we're going to write that. So we're going to actually write this to a file. So let's go ahead and run this code and say Python 3 geodump. Okay, so it wrote 120 records to where.js. So if we look at where.js, this is now the new data that I just downloaded moments ago. And it says open where.html in a browser. Now this will you'll need the Google Maps API. And you might not be able to see this depending on where you're at, but here you go with uh, 
Google Maps locations, and I think if you hover over this, you can see, and you see the UTF, why we there in that particular thing, why we had to use the um, UTF-8 when we wrote the file so that we didn't end up with trouble writing the file out. And so there you go. And so that is a uh, simple uh, visualization and um, just a simple visualization. It wrote this where.js. If you are smart with HTML and JavaScript, you can, you can look at this where.html file. It's really just reading through a bunch of data and putting the points. That's, that's all there is, but I'm not going to, uh, to go through that. So, at least not in this. And so I, I hope that uh, this was useful to you, and uh, uh, thanks for watching.